0: Blog Talk Radio. Again with your host Cowboy Mike, we have got a loaded show for you tonight, this Saturday evening. Let's get right into the college football roundup. First game today on everybody's mind is Michigan Ohio State. Hell of a game in Columbus tonight. Ohio State pulled it out in double overtime, 30 to 27. Controversial ending to the game. Um, double overtime. Ohio State's got the ball. They're down 27-24. It's fourth down and one, and they go up the middle with a quarterback sneak with JT Barrett. And the spot didn't look right to me. I'll be honest with you. I was watching the game live, and it didn't look right to me. Um, I thought when Barrett hit the ground, I thought he initially got over the line, but then he got pushed back, and when he hit the ground, he was short of the line of game. Uh, Harbaugh was very, very upset after the game. He was disgusted by the officiating. He had problems with a couple of other pass interference calls, which I could see, but that call I thought was egregious. I think it cost Michigan the football game. That obviously was the game right there. And for all intents and purposes, it was Michigan's season. Uh, Michigan is now, I don't see a way for them back in the playoff. I think they're done um, with Penn State winning with the way they did, and we'll get into that in a second. I think Ohio State is solidly in the playoff at this point. Um, It it creates an awkward situation with the Big Ten because Ohio State is a 10-1 team, and they're not going to the Big Ten championship. They're not going to have a chance to win it, but I think they're in. I think they're solidly in with their resume, with the teams they've beaten. They have several top ten wins between Michigan, Oklahoma, um they scheduled well out of conference i think ohio state's definitely in it was a great game the the wolverines showed up wilton spate played better than i think anybody thought he was going to play with the injury that he had in the game he missed last week but um you know you got to give credit to ohio state They, they fought back they were down in the fourth quarter by two scores they came back they scored 17 unanswered points to come back and with their kicker even missing two kicks they tied the game in the fourth they came in overtime and they took the game by the horns. It looked in the first overtime like when Michigan scored that touchdown, Harbaugh was thinking about going for two, and in hindsight I guess he should have. It would have been an incredible show of fortitude on his part to do that, but in hindsight on the road against that team, that may have been the right call. But I, I think the officiating was, was poor at the end of that football game, and I think it cost Michigan. It's a loss that's going to stick in the craw of that team and their fans for a long time. Kicking with the Big Ten, Penn State beat Michigan State 45-12. I didn't see that coming. I told you to take Michigan State in the 11 points. Uh, Michigan State played the Buckeyes real tight last week. They're in a, a retooling year. They're not having a good season. They're not going to a bowl game. But, man, Penn State blew the doors off them tonight. I mean, it, it, wasn't, it wasn't close. Penn State's going to play for the Big Ten championship, and that stuns the hell out of me. It's Penn State and Wisconsin for the Big Ten title. And I think that Wisconsin wins this game. I think they get into the playoff because they're they're in the sixth spot right now. I think that win is going to be enough to move them up. Um, I think you're going to have, in the playoff, I think it's going to be Alabama, Ohio State, Clemson, and Wisconsin are going to be your, your, your final four. Washington has a shot to beat out, I suppose, Wisconsin. But I, I don't... The committee's put themselves in a tough spot here because Ohio State's 10-1. and one. They don't have another game left, but they're number two right now. I don't know how you go from number two to number five without a loss. If you put Ohio State in, I don't know how you leave out the Big Ten champion. I think you have to put them in. And if you put them in, Clemson, assuming that they beat Virginia Tech, is going to get in. I don't see how you knock them out. Alabama's going to beat Florida. Alabama's going to beat Florida by 30. This Florida team is, is bad. They're really, really bad. Um, I think Washington's the odd man out. It's unfortunate because I, I think that they've played a really, really good season. I think they're, they're a good football team. I don't think it's a gimme that they beat Colorado, by the way. But the Pac-12 champion, I think, gets left out. The Big 12 gets left out. I think you put two Big Ten teams in it. it it's strange to say it because Wisconsin – is going to have multiple losses, but I think they get in if they beat Penn State. And I think if Penn State wins, I think they get in. So uh, it's going to be a really interesting scenario. But that's the Big Ten. Colorado is beating Utah right now, 27-16. The Buffaloes have played an unbelievable season. Their only two losses are to USC, which is arguably one of the two hottest teams in college football. Um, And to Michigan. They went on the road out of conference, to Ann Arbor. They held a lead in the third quarter against Michigan. They're really one of the only teams that's able to make that claim. And the Wolverines pulled that game out. But Colorado's got two quality losses on their, their schedule. They beat everybody else. They're playing great football. I don't think it's a gimme that Washington wins that game. I don't think either one of those teams gets in the playoffs, though. Uh, either way, you can't take anything away from Colorado. They've played a fantastic season. Mike McIntyre has that team on the right track. I think that the Buffaloes, in the next year or two to come, are going to be a, a force in the Pac-12. Unfortunately for them, I think USC is really going to get good in the next year or two as well, and they're in the same division, so it might be tough for Colorado. Um, USC also won today. They they beat Notre Dame badly in the rain in Los Angeles. I... I I didn't even know it rained in L.A., but apparently it's rained the last two weeks there. Um, USC is is one of the hottest teams in football. Sam Darnold is a legitimate quarterback. Interesting note here, his father was one of the Marlboro men, the original Marlboro men. I didn't know there were four of them, but there were, and his father was one of them. He's played great at quarterback. They've won seven in a row, eight in a row now. Um, that team is going to be very, very good next year. Again, I think they'll be a top-five team in the preseason rankings. I think that USC is is on the right track with Clay Helton and Sam Darnold. Uh, right now going on is the Florida State-Florida game. Florida State's up 24-13. Uh, Florida State's a, a good team. They've really rounded in its shape. Their line play has gotten a lot better. Their defense has gotten a lot better. Uh, DeAndre Francois is a legitimate quarterback. I think next year in his second year starting, he's going to be very good. Florida's trash, though. I, I mean, I, I can't. It's a rivalry game, and people don't want to hear that because they want to get worked up for it, but Florida is trash. That team plays, in in my opinion, in the worst division in college football. They play nobody, okay? They beat Georgia. They lost to Tennessee. They play South Carolina, Vanderbilt, Kentucky. They play dogs. Their out-of-conference schedule is a joke. It was North Texas, and it was UMass, and they barely beat UMass at home in Gainesville. I Florida does this the last two years. They start out real hot with this great record. They move up, and then when they play good teams, they get whacked. And I just don't see Florida being a real good team next year. They don't have a quarterback. They don't have an offense. I think that uh, Jim McElwain, by week 10 next year, is going to be fired. I don't think he was the right coach when they hired him. I think Florida is a, a major program. They need a name coach, not in a uh Colorado State head coach who used to be an assistant under Nick Saban. That's not the way you go there. So Florida State playing really well. I think they'll be in the Orange Bowl against Oklahoma, which should be a hell of a game. Alabama beat Auburn 30-12 today in the Iron Bowl. Alabama's the best team in college football. There's no – it's not close. Everybody's playing for second place. I don't care if it's Ohio State, if it's Clemson. it, It doesn't matter. You're all playing to lose to Alabama. That's how this is going to go. Alabama's going to go undefeated. They're going to win the whole thing. Nick Saban's the best. Jalen Hurts, as a true freshman, is doing unbelievable things there. He's probably the best quarterback Nick Saban's had in a long, long time at Alabama. He does a lot of good things. I I, I think that Alabama is head and shoulders above everybody else this year. I don't think it's even close. Um, I think, again, your playoff is going to be Alabama, Ohio State, Clemson, and Wisconsin, I think Wisconsin beats Penn State because I still don't buy Penn State as one of those top teams in the country. I think they benefited from a weak schedule and they got lucky with Ohio State one night. I I, I just think it's Alabama. It's Alabama all week. Uh, I think that they beat Wisconsin in the first round and then I think ultimately they beat Ohio State for the national title. And I I don't think it's particularly close. I just don't see it. We're to stay with college football, and we're going to give you some no-bull. The coaching carousel is already in full swing in college football. And, man, it's a dizzying ride. It's a dizzying ride already. Reports came out on Thursday night that Tom Herman was going to be the new coach at LSU. This broke while LSU was beating Texas A&M in College Station pretty pretty heavily. The players, after the win, gave Ed Orgeron, Coach O, a Gatorade bath. They were chanting in the locker room, keep Coach O. Ed Orgeron is from Louisiana. I don't think there's a bigger football guy in America than, than Ed Orgeron. The guy lives and breathes football. He uh, was brought up under Pete Carroll at USC. I think that... Uh, what he does works with players. He, he was great as an interim head coach at USC. He was really good at LSU. He gave Alabama their toughest test of the year. You know, he wasn't great at Ole Miss in his first run, but I think the guy's learned some stuff. I think he was the right hire at LSU. He's a Louisiana guy. Uh, I think that plays well there. I think those players love him. I think he's going to do well there. He's going to try to hire Lane Kiffin to run his offense, which who knows if that will happen or not. But uh, Texas, for once, Texas got it right, and they got bailed out, man. Man, did Texas get bailed out. It looked like they were going to lose Tom Herman to LSU because they did fire Charlie Strong last week. And I guess Tom Herman really wanted the Texas job because the, the, the talk was that LSU had made this offer, and Herman was waiting to see what was going to happen on Friday with Texas. And they got beat by TCU. They're not bowl eligible. They're 5-7. Charlie Strong is 16 and 21 in three years. He got fired, and they brought him in Austin. They hired him that day. They didn't let him leave. So I think Texas got the right guy for their job, good for them, because that program is one of the marquee programs in college football, and they need to be good. It's better when Texas is good. It's the same thing with Notre Dame. It's the same thing with Michigan Ohio State. College football is better when those programs are good. Uh, I think that the Red River rivalry is going to get a lot more interesting. Oklahoma is going to have a challenge on their hands. I think Baylor is really on the downswing. The, there's an opportunity there because the, the program is kind of stacked. Charlie Strong did a good job recruiting. They have Shane Bouchel at quarterback, who I like. Uh, they have weapons on offense. The defense needs to get better. But Tom Herman's a great coach. I think he's going to do a great job there. If you're Houston now, you're kind of – you're in an important spot for Houston because they weren't great before Tom Herman got there and they've risen to the top of the, you know, group of five conferences and you need to hire a a coach that's going to keep that going. I think the only guy on your list is PJ Fleck at Western Michigan. He ran the table this year. He's had a good record there. I think that PJ Fleck is the right guy to go into that program and keep them where they're going and maybe take them a little further it's a shame they didn't get pulled into the Big 12 because I think that would have been a major selling point for their next coach, but it didn't happen for them. So uh, I think that they're, they need to look at Western Michigan. They need to bring P.J. Fleck down to Houston and, and keep that thing rolling because you know they've got a good thing going there. They've got a lot of talent coming in, a lot of talent. They need the right guy to keep that moving. The coaching carousel is only going to keep on going, folks. He's only going to get a little bit more interesting. Looks like Jimbo Fisher is going to stay where he is. I think Les Miles is going to get a job. I'm not sure where yet because you're always going to have some interesting decisions. It looks like Brian Kelly is going to be kept at Notre Dame. I don't know how I feel about that one because he's done a good job there. He brought them, you know, to say Notre Dame is back is something that happens every time they win eight games or more. But he really did bring that team back, and I like Brian Kelly, but – this was a bad year. It was a bad year on a lot of levels. Between the record, the defense, the sanctions that were imposed, I, you know, I think you give him one more year. But I, I love Les Miles at a program. I think that guy is a really, really top-flight coach. Uh, so we'll we'll see what happens with him, and we'll see what happens with the Carousel. It's going to keep on going and going and going. Let's uh, let's play a little guilty or not guilty. Oh. All right, we have a caller for Guilty or Not Guilty. Big Al, you with me?
1: I'm with you, cowboy. Little cowboy lingo.
0: Shoot. Okay, all right. Thank you for that. Appreciate it. All right, first story we've got on Guilty or Not Guilty is three men in California are suing Chipotle. Chipotle came out with a uh, supposedly 300-calorie burrito. And these men are suing because they felt overly full after they ate the burrito. They're claiming that Chipotle uh, lulled its customers into a false sense of thinking that they were eating healthy by eating at Chipotle. What do you got on this for us?
1: Well, uh, it makes no sense at all. I mean, uh, if Chipotle is saying it's uh, 300 calories, probably is three hundred calories. I I don't know what these guys' problems are. What they're trying to what they're trying to scam here or something. There's no 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 legal issue here. These is just morons. I don't know. Well, what else can I say? This just morons. Well, I, I'm going to charge these
0: guys with being idiots. Um, because okay. and I'm going to say right now, I'm going to find them guilty of it. Because I, this is something I've never understood. You walk into Chipotle, they've got the little the little menus when you walk in. As you look back, it's got the nutritional information. Just because you eat something that's grass-fed or organic doesn't mean it's good for you. If you're taking a one-pound burrito and shoving it in your face, it's not good for you. I'm sorry. Just because they're making it in front of you and saying that the the cattle was grass-fed doesn't mean that eating a pound of food for lunch is good for you.
1: Well, of course. I mean, that's common sense. You can walk into health food stores like Fresh Market, Whole Foods, and you'll see a lot of people in there, big old fat bellies hanging down to their knees, you know, women with their breasts all hanging down, swaying in the breeze, and they're in the health Is food. Is that a weight issue? Yeah, that's a weight issue. Of course it's a weight issue. They're in the health food store, okay. very healthy. Well, you know what? Check out the labels on nine out of ten things in the health food store, and you're going to see they're full of sugar. Lots and lots of sugar. It may not be called sugar. It might be called honey. It might be called all other different names. But when you mm-hmm. get right to it, it's sugar, and sugar makes you fat. So you know what? It doesn't make a difference. If you want to go eating dopey little wife and thinking, oh, I'm eating my little, uh, what do they call them, um, I just read a big thing about those uh, health bars, you know, what are they calling health bars again? You know what I'm talking about? Energy bars, you know what I'm saying?
0: Protein bars.
1: Protein bars, you know and all. They're garbage with a capital G. They're full of sugar and carbs. So, you know what? Whatever, dude. I mean, if you're that dumb to believe that, don't believe it. But, you know, you've got to wake up. You gotta wake up and read okay. between the lines.
0: I, I just think that people that go to Chipotle and think it's healthier, like the same people that go to Panera Bread and think it's healthy. It, look at the nutritional information. Right. It's not healthy. It just looks a little bit prettier. Chipotle Brain is owned by
1: McDonald's. Okay.
0: I, I understand healthy. that it might be, it might be a little bit uh, more organic and maybe it's less processed, but it doesn't make it good for you.
1: Anything made with grain isn't healthy for you. Grain today is not the right. grain of 35, 40 years ago. It's all genetically modified. It's all bad for you. But you got your little yuppies. Have the old oldies, seven grain, ten grain, whatever the hell grain they're talking about. Go right ahead, and eat your crap.
0: Okay. All right. That's all all right. right. So I think we're I think we're on the same page there for the most part. Right. These guys are guilty of being idiots. Second story we got for you is a truck driver who was fired mid-haul. He's hauling uh, corn across the country. He gets a text message from his employer telling him, you're fired. Pack up your stuff ASAP. So this guy dumped the corn all over the side of the road and went home. I'm going to try to be a working man's hero.
1: Got no problem with that. That was the right thing to do, except, you know what, he should have took it one step further. He should have drove the truck to his boss's house and dumped it all over his front lawn. But, whatever.
0: Okay, okay.
1: That, you know, you want to go give somebody a text message that they're fired. That's pretty ignorant.
0: Yeah, yeah, I, I'm with you on that. <laughs> I think that it's incredibly inappropriate to fire somebody via, via text message. Second of all, you told the guy... Pack up your stuff ASAP.
1: That's exactly what he did. He stopped working
0: ASAP.
1: But, okay, but the guy, you're telling me the guy's on the road driving this track trail or thing full of corn. What do do you want the guy to do? I mean, what do you want him to do? I I mean, this is the most ridiculous thing. You can't wait till a guy gets to where he's going, or, you know, uh, if he's going back to the to the uh, place that he came from or wherever he's taking his corn to. I don't know. Where exactly did this happen and what spot did he dump this corn? He dumped it on the side of the road. I mean, do you know where, what state, whatever? I think he was in
0: Kansas. I think he was was hauling it cross-country, and he just stopped on the side of the road, opened the back of the truck, and dumped it.
1: Well, there you go. Some free food for some people.
0: I don't have a problem with what this guy did. I think that this guy is guilty of being a working-class hero because, look, your employer tells you you're fired ASAP. He didn't tell him, hey, finish the haul. We'll pay you through that. He told him you're done now. What's this guy supposed to do, work for free? I had no problem with what he did. When you're going to fire somebody, have the courtesy of bringing them back into the office and doing it in person or at the very least a phone call. You don't go and send him a text message. I understand it's 2016, but what in the hell are you doing firing somebody via text message telling them you're done ASAP? And then what do you expect this guy to do? What do you expect him to do? I think what he did is what any red-blooded American would do. He just stuck it to the man, and I'm all for sticking it to the man. I like it. I like whenever people do it. So I give this guy a lot of credit. I love what he did. I got no problem with it.
1: No, me neither. I got no problem with it. None at all. All
0: right. Third story we got comes out of Pennsylvania. It's a weird one. Um, A a couple sits down to dinner with their kids, and uh, they get into an argument. The uh, report didn't say what they were arguing over. And the man, they were having pizza for dinner. The man takes a slice of pizza and rubs it in the woman's face. And she goes into the bedroom, gets a gun, and shoots him. She shoots him for putting pizza in her face. I'm going to charge her with being kind of ungrateful here. What do you think?
1: Well, I read the story, and it said specifically in the story that the man gently, gently took a piece of pizza and –
0: Yeah, that's right. It did say gently
1: smushed it in her face. So, number one, he's a gentleman because he didn't slap her with the pizza. He's a gentleman. Right? Yeah, he didn't do anything really bad. He just kind of pizza her face up a little bit. And that might have been an improvement because she might be <laughs> ugly. it. I don't really know.
0: Wow. They may have All right.
1: Approved. I didn't think about By that. By the way, I I don't think they were married. Not that that really matters. because. No, I don't right?
0: think they're married either.
1: They had two different names. I think her last name was Bot. Mm-hmm. So right away, she deserves a snack. Boop.
0: It's Boop. It's Jennifer Boop.
1: Jenny oh. Boop. Jenny Boop. Well, she needs a snack with the people for that alone, but. Yeah, hey, I don't have it. You... So, okay. So, Bot. So, so he didn't. He didn't hurt her. He gently rubbed a little pizza on her face. Maybe she, maybe she was hungry. I don't know. Maybe her hands were folded. She couldn't get to the pizza. I don't know. I'm well, sorry. I, I, look,
0: I, I'm going to charge her with being ungrateful, and I'm going to find her not guilty of this for two reasons. First, the reason she's charged being ungrateful is because if you gave me a top ten list of things, I would not want to get smushed in my face. Pizza's not on that list. I'll take some pizza in my face. I love pizza. Everyone does. There are worse things to get put in your face than pizza. But yeah. I will say that um, I kind of respect it on her part. I, 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 I don't know, man. I read the story, and I thought about it. I thought long and hard on this one. And I think that I kind of respect her. It's a power move. She's turning around telling this dude, nope, nope, not going to take it. You're going to put pizza in my face. I'm not going to put pizza back in yours. I'm not going to smack you. I'm going to go and get a gun and shoot you. I, I kind of respect that. I I think that I think she's asserting dominance, and he allowed that that's to happen. Whole,
1: that's overkill. And I gotta that's give overkill. her credit for this. I say that's overkill. That's overkill. There's no no call for that. Absolutely no call for that. First, she should be thankful that the guy even bought a piece. Number one, she should be thankful for that. It's, okay. it's ungrateful, and you know what? Yeah. I mean, take the gun away and he, he he gently put a little pizza on her face. You can't even get arrested for that, man. There's no goddamn crime that you can't put pizza on somebody. So that's ridiculous. He might have been helping her out. We don't know the whole story. She's probably a nut.
0: I mean I, I don't know if he's helping her out, but I mean I, I do see the, the I see where you're coming from, but I, I also I just have to respect it. I will say also that I think the real criminal here is, is her parents, because when your last name is Boop Boop, B-O-O-P, and you have a daughter, you got to name her Betty. How do you not name her Betty or Elizabeth? Boop. You, 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 Jenny, gotcha. Jenny Boop. you got to go Betty Boop. If gotcha. she's Betty Boop, there's no chance she's getting pizza rubs in her face and there's no chance she's shooting dudes.
1: Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, it's just All hard. right, so
0: we're on opposite sides at <laughs> this moment. That's fine. I, I, I hear your take. Uh, the last guilty or not guilty we got is article came out on Thanksgiving that England is banning unconventional pornography. They're going to be banning things that are a little odd, but I, I don't really know how it's illegal. They're banning things like uh, things that show menstruation in pornography or peeing on people. They're banning this, and they're going to ban any websites that show these things. I'm going to charge the English with being confused here. Well, what do you got on this, Big Al?
1: Uh, you know, I I don't, you know, the English are pretty screwed up as it is. I, I'm just saying. I I don't know how how I, are they screwed I, I, up. I well, I don't see where they they have the. I guess they look. Well, I was gonna say I don't see where they have the right to do it, but I, I guess you know, look, if you pass laws, you know, and they pass, then you got the right to do it. But I mean, you know, we're talking on the internet. Is that what you're talking about, basically? Yeah, the internet, internet porn internet form I mean how do you I, I don't I don't like it i don't i I don't like that you're banning stuff because you know what once you start banning one thing it leads to another and another and another and another and the next slippery slope, slope it's a slippery slope, and there's a big problem i mean you know i I don't like it I don't like the idea of banning i don't like, I don't like banning anything. my motto is don't tread on me. that's the way I feel big
0: libertarian.
1: That's the way I feel. I don't like the banning. You know, well, oh, who are these I, people I th- that, you know, this is bad, this is good? Leave that up to the adult. I mean, children shouldn't be. Yeah, I mean, I,
0: I think the English. Available. I'm, I'm going to find them guilty of being confused because I, I don't think they know what's going on over there. They just had the Brexit a few months ago. And that should be a, a liberating thing. They freed themselves from the chains of of the European Union, of Europe as a whole, from Brussels. And but you I would think, think that's
1: that, to that that all that aren't they? Aren't they trying to that? Yeah, but like, that,
0: that's not going to happen. It, they had a referendum, and it doesn't really matter what what the the prime minister wants to do. You'd have to have another referendum, and it'd have to be overturned. and That's just not going to happen. So, I mean, you you can people saying that they want to undo the Brexit is like people saying that the Electoral College is going to vote for Hillary Clinton. It just isn't going to happen. You can have the conversation, but it's irrational. When you, you when you leave the European Union, you're asserting your, your freedom as a people. And I, and I understood that. It made a lot of sense to me. But I think that maybe they felt like they were doing too much too soon and now they're going to go back the other way. I, I don't know. It, it's I think the English are just really confused right now. I think it's a confusing time in, in, in jolly old England, and I don't think they really know what to do. So I, oh, I want to say they're face guilty face. of being confused.
1: Let me tell you something about these English. They're big-time perverts behind closed doors, and that's the truth. The they English are perverts. Are behind closed doors, they've always been, always. You know, as it's, it's out there in the public... You know, they put one persona on, but behind closed doors, they're different. You take those
0: okay, well, royals. How many English people do you know?
1: I don't know any, and I'm okay, proud so to this is based off of what? Based off of things that you read. Come on, man. The freaking royals—they're all screwing everybody. They always have been. They're all white. All of them. All of them. Everybody knows that. They're all pervs. All of them. But but but, but, in in you know in in public, they' all you know everything is one way and not another, they all got and okay. this, 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 that, and the other thing, and that's that crap has been going on then since since Henry the eighth,
0: all right, all right, obviously, you're a history buff, you have a, a lot of knowledge on the English, both past and and present
1: um, I do i, 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 I I'm a little confused it. here, I, I don't like to. I don't like them coming over here to our country either. Not have to burn in our white house. That that happened in 1812. Yeah, that's right. And we shouldn't forget it.
0: Okay. All right. Good to know. You're a patriot. Patriot. All right. So that's guilty or not guilty. That's guilty or not guilty for this week. Uh, We are going to take a short musical break. We're going to bring to you a... uh, Hit single from Billy Currington, It Don't Hurt Like It Used To. Another friend, throw a few downs at a story again. It Don't Hurt Like It Used To off his album Endless Summer. All right, it's time for everyone's favorite segment of the week. Who's bucked? I'm going to need you to bear with me on this one because it's a little bit out there, but I think it makes sense if you think about it. Who's bucked is Ohio State? And it's a year early. I want you all to remember this a year from now because I'm saying it now. I'm going to call this November 26, 2016. Ohio State is bucked a year from now because there is zero chance, zero, that Jim Harbaugh and Michigan lose to Ohio State three years in a row, two of those years at the big house. Next year, this game's in Michigan. Harbaugh's going to be in his third year. It's going to be his guys. There's no way they lose this game. Last year, understandable. This year, understandable. Ohio State had a great offense. It was at home. And Michigan almost pulled this game out. They probably should have won this game. There's no way they lose next year. Ohio State's run at the top of the Big Ten is over next year. Harbaugh and Michigan are going to win this game. They're going to win the Big Ten. And they're going to go on. And they're going to be in the playoff next year. They're going to contend for a national title. So I know... People are going to say it's too soon. How can you call us a year out? I'm telling you right now, Ohio State in 2017 is bucked. <coughs> 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 I'm right, going to bring back in Big Al now since people seem to love him. He's, a, he's an electric factory of his own. Big Al, mm-hmm. last night Fidel Castro died. What do you got on that one? What do you think?
1: I think it's. It's great news. That piece of crap has finally gone to hell where he belongs. Do you think anything changes country. between
0: the United States and Cuba, even no. though his brother is still in control?
1: No, nothing's going to change. Nothing's going to change. If Obama was still the president, which he is for a few more days, but if he was, if he still had a few years to go, I'd say probably, yeah, a lot of stuff would change. But no, not with Trump. Nothing's going to change. It's not going did you, to change. Did you see Ob- the
0: quotes that came out from Obama
1: and Trump today about this? Uh, no, I didn't. Obama
0: said, and I'm quoting here, We know that this moment fills Cubans in Cuba and the United States with powerful emotions recalling the countless ways in which Fidel Castro altered the course of individual lives, families, and of the Cuban nation. History will record and judge the enormous impact, impact of this singular figure on the people and the world around him. Trump responded by saying, Today the world marks the passing of a brutal dictator who oppressed his own people for nearly six decades. Fidel Castro's legacy is one of firing squads, theft, and unimaginable suffering, poverty, and the denial of fundamental human rights. What do you think about those two quotes? What does that say about these two men?
1: Well, I mean, it's very simple. Obama, he's not just a Democrat, he's an ultra, ultra liberal well, he's practically a comic, if you want to get right down with it. I mean think about it. And now Trump is Trump Trump is saying what it really is. I mean look, how can you how can anybody you know, it's like these ridiculous actors in Hollywood, Sean Penn and all these other bleeding heart liberals that love Fidel Castro and Cuba, and all of that crap. Fidel Castro was a terrible person. He was a dictator. He caused death to his own people by the thousands. There's nothing positive to say about him. I want to D- did comment. you
0: see last night, the, the news broke last night, I think it was around 2 a.m., that Cubans in Miami took to the streets celebrating the death of Castro. They, they were parading, basically, in, well, in Coyote. you know what?
1: I get Miami is celebrating
0: I, the death of Castro.
1: Yeah, I get that. And I, I understand that. And, and, you know, of course it's a good thing, and they feel good about it. But you know what? I, you know, what do you want me to say about these Cubans in Miami? I guarantee you half of them are, are there. They're illegal. So, uh, you know, I'm not a big I mean, uh, I, I don't
0: think that's really the way it works with Cuba. If, you, if you're able to get here, you can stay here. And, and the reason for that is because of the oppression of Fidel Castro. I think that that
1: that's, that's why we have get, the policy. We
0: do is if you get here, you can stay here legally. Yes, legally. That that's the policy. It's it's wet foot, dry foot. If you're if they catch you in the water before you get here, no, I don't like you don't get that. to come. No, if, you, no, if you make it to America, you're able to stay. It, it's an asylum
1: thing. Yeah, no, it's called sanctuary city. That's what it's called. You can come here and you can stay Look, here. I, I don't it. have a but
0: I don't have a problem with it because Cuba like is not. Cuba's not Mexico, it's not Honduras, it's not Guatemala. Fidel Castro was literally killing people he was he was I murdering families. He broke people apart. Yes. Well, I don't yes, have a problem yes. with people coming to America to seek freedom from that. I think that's that's part of what this yes. country is What do we,
1: doing? What, are we but, but what are you supposed to do? Let like all the Cuban people come here because Things are bad for them in that country. I mean, come no, on. They're, they're not allowed
0: to come here. That's the thing. They can't come legally. The, the Cuban government doesn't let them come legally. They're not that. allowed to
1: emigrate. I don't. I understand that. There ain't a whole hell of a lot of people stopping them once they get going. I mean, you know, I, I know, you know, 40 of them. It's come a tough out ride to
0: make on a raft, friend.
1: I know. I'm just saying. You know what? I don't like that people come into this country at will. And they just come here, whether they, they, you know, whatever you want to call it, wet foot, dry foot, whatever, whatever you want to call it. I don't like it. Well,
0: no that's the problem. policy.
1: Get the hell out! I don't like it. Well, and it ought to change. <clears throat> no, it ought to change. We don't. You know what? We don't want you. How about that? We don't want you. We don't need you. We got enough foreigners in this country. We don't need you. All
0: right. Okay.
1: Straighten your own country out. you got another Castro in charge there now. His brother, Raul, get rid of him. It's up to them to get rid of him, not us. We're not the cops of the world, you know. We don't take Look, over No one's
0: saying that we're the police of the world, but I, I think that if people are trying to escape, you know, a brutal dictator, I, I don't know that I have a real problem with that, especially when you're talking about
1: Cubans. Try Canada. Don't escape here. Try. Something. There's
0: no terrorists that come from Cuba.
1: I don't
0: – how do you know?
1: You know every single person that As, comes
0: from Cuba? Can you, can you name me one Cuban terrorist?
1: Marco Rubio. Marco Rubio. Okay, you, you're
0: outside of your mind. You're outside of your mind.
1: He's a short little guy with big freaking he ears, and he's a terrorist. There, I named you one.
0: Marco Rubio's a terrorist. That's what You're going to say on live radio that Marco Rubio is a terrorist.
1: Yeah, he's a little terrorist. We've got the dopey people of Florida believing that he can be their senator, that, and, and that, he's that's ridiculous. Election. And Marco Rubio, I pay him all over again for not doing his job.
0: Marco Rubio actually had a very strong statement on this. He called Obama's statement pathetic about the death well, of Castro and pointed out is. that he ignored all the atrocities that Castro had uh, had or, put on the Cuban people.
1: Now I'm sure, I'm trying to kiss Trump's ass. Now, what do you think?
0: He's of Cuban heritage. His parents are Cuban.
1: Yeah, they so, fled
0: Cuba to get away from Fidel Castro.
1: Well, he should have fled in another direction because we don't need them here. Enough. I mean, guess all foreigners coming to the U.S., period. Period. All immigration, even care. legal
0: immigration, you're opposed to. We
1: don't need – how do I make this clear to you? There's, look, look. If you've got a house, and you've got a normal-sized house, and you've got 10 people in that house, And then you put 20 people in that house. And then you put 30 people in that house. Where do you draw the line and say, we don't have any more room? It's the same thing with this country. You want to map it out? From California to Maine. Map it all out, okay? There's only a certain amount of space and room for people. After a while, it's overcrowded. Everything's overcrowded. Services are overcrowded. Schools, everything. We don't need people coming from other countries anymore. That was fine at the turn of the century. That was wonderful. But now it's 100 years later. And now you don't want every other person is a foreigner. Enough already. Stay in your own country. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. I'm not looking to pack up and go to move to Italy or Germany or Canada or anywhere else. I mean, that's not what
0: America is founded on. America's is founded – if that was the case, none of us would be here.
1: But we are here, and we're Americans. I'm, I'm a fourth-generation American, so I don't really give a crap about anybody. Is that a
0: fact? That. Do you know that for a fact?
1: Yeah, I do know that for a fact. I do know that for a fact. My grandparents and my great-grandparents were born here in this country. Yeah, I do know that for a fact. I do make up a lot of shit, but that ain't it. Okay, I know that. Good
0: to know fact. Good to know.
1: Well, I speak my mind, and I speak the truth. Uh, uh, that, that, far- that cannot
0: be denied. You, know, you do
1: speak your mind. i give you a little Indian uh, uh, lingo there. I don't speak with a forked tongue, cowboy. It's
0: Indian lingo?
1: Are you talking yeah, dots I and mean, Indi- feathers? No, I'm talking American, king, American Indian. Well, by the way, I happen to be a large fan of the American Indians because they got royally screwed. So I am a big fan of the American Indian. All of my friends, my Native American friends out west, big fan of all of you guys.
0: How many how many Native American friends
1: do you actually have, people? I hope I have many listening to this show. You hope? You, you hope? Florida Bay, if you're ever down Florida way, I know a little fellow with real big ears that could use a scalping, if you know what I mean. Wow.
0: Wow. All right. Yeah. Well, wow.
1: I, we're not
0: going to take that as a threat on, on a U.S. senator. That's definitely not did, what's happening I, here.
1: I didn't mention any names. Sure no, I don't lots, think you're talking about Bill Nelson. There's lots of little fellows with big ears.
0: Not who are U.S. senators.
1: I didn't say it was the U.S. senator. I said, have you ever down Florida way? I think you did. I think you did. No, that was before. Don't put words in my mouth.
0: Okay, so we're not talking about Marco Rubio, just to be clear. Definitely not.
1: While we're talking about some
0: politics, let's 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 talk a little bit about, about the, the president-elect, Donald Trump. Stock All market's right. at record highs. The dollar is at the, the highest it's been since the 80s. Well, that's- those Ford has fun. decided that they're. Hold on. Ford's decided that they're going to keep manufacturing in the United States. Apple is open to manufacturing iPhones in America. He's apparently yeah. working with carrier to see if they can keep their manufacturing here. Fidel Castro's dead. Is Donald Trump already making America great again?
1: iPhones are not going to be manufactured in this country. Maybe a few parts for iPhones, but not the iPhones. Well, Isn't that
0: better money. than before when none of it was made here?
1: Yeah, of course. It is. As far as the Ford thing, that's kind of a little bit of a uh, talking out of both sides of your mouth because I, uh, I've i read on plenty of things that that was pretty much a done deal, that they weren't moving the Lincoln plant anyway. But whatever. It sounds like it's all on a positive track. It sounds good. And the stock market, of course. I mean, course, the stock market's yeah. as high as it's ever been. It's a record
0: high. Oh, the dollar is oh, the best but, it's been uh, in 30 years.
1: Look, he's not the president and he's not gonna be the president for a little bit and until he actually takes over, then we're gonna see what's gonna happen because you know, those hundred first days are very important, and it's also extremely important and you can check this out, you can look it up, you can do a little you can do whatever you wanna do. But you need to uphold your campaign promises. You cannot make campaign promises to get elected and then turn around and throw those promises on the side because that makes you a liar. Right. You never be reelected again. No, it makes you a politician,
0: and that's what he campaigned as being against.
1: Well, I'm a little concerned about the poor Hillary Clinton let her heal and the Clintons have suffered enough. And I don't want to go any further with the investigations. I don't really like that. It doesn't sit too good with me. And I, mean,
0: I, I, I mean, I, I understand that. But I think that I think that I understand where he's coming from because it's it's a very bad look to think that somebody when you when you lose an election they go to jail. That's something that happens in Russia and China.
1: Go to it's jail. not something
0: that generally happens in the United States. I understand that the Clintons have done a lot of things and. I'm not a Clinton fan. I'm not supporting Clintons, but,
1: no, but I yes, think can, that it's, it's a bad look. You can. Nobody's going to jail. That woman will never see the inside of the jail cell, neither will her husband. And the reason for that is because if Trump didn't pardon them, Obama would before he leaves. That's correct. He matter. would. The fact of the matter is Donald Trump says some stuff he don't really know what he's saying. The justice well, He doesn't is know the
0: job. I mean, he's not a politician. You, he doesn't know the, general, the job the way other people do. You,
1: you can appoint the attorney general, but you can't tell the attorney general who to investigate and prosecute and who not to. No, you can't. Look, look in, in
0: reality, if you're the president, you're appointing that person to that post. You serve at the pleasure of the president, and if the yes. president turns around and says we're not going to look into this or we're going to do X, Y, and Z, then it's in your best interest politically and career-wise to do what the president wants. Now, I, I don't. Jeff Sessions is the attorney general, and he's a, he's a solid guy. He's been around a long time, but Jeff Sessions isn't going to accept the post and resign 30 days later because he wants to investigate the Clintons. I think he's probably got other
1: things on his agenda. I'm telling you, I'm just telling you, I'm not going to debate this all night with you. I'm just telling you. The thing for Trump to do is to say, when I get elected, I want to appoint a special independent prosecutor to continue the investigation. If there's any wrongdoing, that's up to the prosecutor to make that determination and then take it from there. But to turn around and say, the Clintons have suffered enough, and they're nice people. After him saying the things that he said on nationwide television, you are a mean, nasty person. You are a crook. You have broke more laws than anybody else has broke in government, and then turn around and say, "I'm not going to do anything." That sends a real bad.
0: All right. Up. So, so other than the other than the Clinton issue. Do you think that Donald Trump is already making America great again?
1: No, not at this point. No. I'm a little bit more. Do you think he will? I I hope he does, but right now, you know, when I heard that, it kind of set off off a warning bell with me because if you're flipping on one of the primary things that every time he stood in front of a microphone, that's all he screamed about was how bad the Clintons law. Lock her up. Okay, and then he's then he's talking about Obamacare, the same thing. The day I take office, it's repeal and replace. That's it. And now, okay, but, I like a few things about it, so I'm not going to –
0: Okay, gonna, but, but look, it's because you say repeal and replace doesn't mean you're going to scrap the entire thing. There may be parts that you incorporate into a so new it plan. You
1: can't, can't play word games with people, and that's what it's – So do you happening. think that – okay,
0: so hold on. What, what he said is that – he thinks that pre-existing conditions should continue to be covered and that people up to 26 should be able to be covered by their parents' health plans. Do you disagree with that?
1: If you're 26 years old and you're covered on your mommy and daddy's health plan, you're probably a fucking retard. Why aren't All right,
0: we'll bleep that out.
1: Why aren't you out on your own at 26 years old? Why are you on your mother and father's health plan? So are
0: what about pre-existing kidding? conditions? Do you think those should be covered? I,
1: of course they should be covered. And you know what? Okay, so that's what I, he's that's saying. Funny. I don't have a problem with covering people until they're out of college, until they're 21, 22. But after that, it gets a little ridiculous. 26, you're, not, you're by far not a mean, what if
0: you're in graduate school? What, what if you're in graduate school?
1: No, Some people are in that, graduate
0: school until they're 25, 26 years old.
1: No, you're in graduate school, no. You should be doing something on your own. And besides that, my friend, you can get you can get health insurance through, through uh, colleges and universities. They offer health insurance. All right. All right, so let's
0: let's 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 finish this up. We got two minutes left. Secretary of State is the big post that hasn't been. Okay, well, well, we don't. Uh, Secretary of State. It's the one big post that hasn't been named yet. Uh, a lot of talk that Mitt Romney's under consideration, Rudy Giuliani's under consideration, John Bolton. Who who you got in that spot? Romney. Even though he blasted Trump in the primaries and did everything he could oh, to um, not get him elected, you yes, like Romney.
1: Let me, tell you, let, me, let me say one thing, and this is known. This is this is known in politics. Again, you can look it up. During campaigns, everybody says everything about everybody else—terrible, horrible things—and then when the campaign is over, it's forgotten about. It. That's just the way it works in politics. That's just the way it is, man. They're all they're all mouthpieces. They're all backbiters. And they're all not breather? So that. That's why they're politicians, because they can't do anything else. Now, yeah, Romney said a bunch of shit, and Trump said a bunch of stuff really? about Romney. We know that. Okay, forget all of that. Who's the best person for the job? I gotta say Romney. Why? So not Rudy. You don't like Rudy? No, not in the, Not in. The, not in that capacity. No, because Rudy Giuliani is not a statesman. He's a bully. He's a big mouth. He's not a statesman. He don't belong in that job. John Bolton, smart guy, not bad for that job. But I still like Romney the best because he's polished and he would be a very, very good Secretary of State. Giuliani, he belongs in Homeland Security. Christie, he belongs not in a force somewhere that's special. But we'll, we'll
0: I let other considerations. So I think we're good there. Well, you thank, you your, thank you for your contribution. All right, everybody, this was the Cowboy Rides Again with your host, Saddle Ride and Cattle Driving Cowboy Mike. Uh, great episode tonight. We'll be back again next Saturday with another live episode. We'll be back Monday or Tuesday with an episode of the sports section. I'll uh, we'll bless more whiskey reviews, more episodes for you. Uh, thank you for listening. Make sure you follow, subscribe. Uh, like and share everything on Instagram and Twitter. We're at Mr. Cowboy Mike. That's MR Cowboy Mike. On Facebook, we're the Cowboy Rides Again. Make sure you follow the blog. It's the CowboyRidesagain.com. That's updated every day with interesting stories in sports, life, law, everything that's interesting to you, everything that piques my interest will be up there. Everybody, make sure you like, subscribe, follow, share. Have a good night. Thank you for listening.